to the 10-Minute Ephesiologist with Dr. Michael T. Cooper, a podcast focused on engaging culture in a New Testament manner. On today's podcast, to avert the looming crisis in American evangelicalism will require a rediscovery of the church, her bridegroom, and her mission. Now, here's Dr. Cooper with more. Two recent studies about the state of the church in the U.S., have further demonstrated the tenuous situation of American Christianity. On May 25, 2021, LifeWay Research released its latest data that indicates a continuing downward trend for the negative net growth of churches in America. In 2019, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Evangelical Research Organization analyzed data from 34 denominations representing 60% of U.S. Protestant churches to find that the number of closures outpaced the number of new churches by one and a half times. That is, for every one church that began in the U.S. in 2019, 1.5 churches closed. According to LifeWay Research, the rate of closures have increased since 2014, when 4,000 new churches were started and 3,700 closed. We have gone from a positive net growth of plus 300 churches to a negative net growth of minus 1,500 churches in five years. Further exacerbating the problem is the recent observation that church membership has declined to under 50% of the U.S. population for the first time since Gallup began collecting data. In 1937, U.S. church membership was 73% and maintained membership at approximately the same level for the next six decades. Starting in the 21st century, U.S. church membership began to decline precipitously from 70% around the year 2000 to 47% in 2020. The 20-point-plus decline of the past two decades corresponds with the rise of Americans who hold no religious preference and the perceived irrelevance of the church to contemporary culture. In 1990, C. Peter Wagner boldly declared in his Church Planting for a Greater Harvest, a Comprehensive Guide, that church planting from 1960 to 1990 clearly indicated that church planting is, quote, the single most effective evangelistic methodology under heaven, end quote. If correlated with the Gallup data over the same time period, to suggest that maintaining a 70% church membership rate over 30 years indicates, quote, the most effective evangelistic methodology under heaven must be taken hyperbolically although Wagner certainly did not intend his statement to be hyperbole. While many have unsubstantially reported that new church plants fail at a rate of 70 to 80 percent, others, such as the Evangelical Covenant Church, reporting a failure rate of 14 percent over four years, and the Southern Baptist Convention, reporting a 34 percent failure rate, maintain active church planting strategies. Yet still, such modest success is unable to keep up with the overall decline in numbers of churches and church membership, which must raise the question of whether or not our current church planting methods are effective. Alan Hirsch is keen to say that the church is perfectly designed to achieve the results we are experiencing. The change that must occur cannot look to the past for methods and strategies. While in the 1960s to 90s, church planting was touted as the most effective strategy in the growth of Christianity, the rate of church closures today indicates that either the strategy no longer works, if it did in the first place, or needs to be changed. 
To continue using a strategy that is clearly not productive is not only the epitome of insanity, but it is a mockery of the New Testament church, which grew exponentially in the first three centuries. For changes to occur, it must first look forward through the past. Jesus Christ is the builder and sustainer of the church. Indeed, he has established the church as the witness of the mystery of the gospel that is for all people without discrimination. To think that our church planting efforts might improve upon what he has established is to misunderstand the nature of New Testament ecclesiology. The body of Christ is a dynamic, chaotic network of those who are fully committed to his mission. Her engagement of culture is as diverse as the cultures themselves. Her places of gathering are not reduced to scattered and isolated Sunday-centric performances of the few, but rather the ongoing corporate and public worship of the one. The church established by Jesus Christ is a theocentrically postured community, singularly focused on His glory, understanding that He is most glorified when more and more people are worshiping Him. She does not concern herself with the mundane of the world, but rather with the life-giving message of the atoning work of Christ that gives us victory over sin, death, and the devil. This gospel is at once declared, defended, and demonstrated. In her threefold ministry, she proclaims the glory of God to the nations, she ironically defends her faith in the public square, and she actively stands in the gap for the marginalized. In other words, rather than the programmatic nature of contemporary church planting strategies concerned with their mission statements, the Church of Jesus Christ, already established by Him, remembers His mission statement to make disciples of all nations by baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to keep everything he commanded. To avert the looming crisis in American evangelicalism will require a rediscovery of the church, her bridegroom, and her mission. The degree to which we are willing to journey on such a rediscovery will be measured by our recognition that some plant, others water, but God causes the growth. In the meantime, here are four questions that help diagnose current church planting strategies. First, does our current strategy give people permission to not be disciples? Second, does our current strategy give people excuses to not do evangelism? Third, are all of our programs focused on more people worshiping God? And finally, are we multiplying disciples or adding volunteers? If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. For more practical information about engaging culture, visit ephesiology.com. If you are ready to dive deeper, please consider one of our Ephesiology Masterclasses. Learn more at masterclasses.ephesiology.com. Until next time, this has been the 10-Minute Ephesiologist.